With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 39th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons coming off of their victory over the Los Angeles Rams in the wildcard round. Advanced to play the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday at 4.35 p.m. at Lincoln Financial Field. The Falcons have been installed as favorites by Las Vegas. Today we'll look at Doug Peterson, the Eagles coach, and he'll talk to us about the Falcons and quarterback Nick Foles. We'll talk to Ricardo Allen about Eagles running back Jay Ajayi. He's the only running back to run for over 100 yards against the Falcons in the regular season. Todd Gurley had 101 last week, as Rico points out in the audio. We'll look at the Philadelphia Eagles sack attack, their wide receivers, and their history between the Falcons and the Eagles in the playoffs. Falcons have a 1-2 record against the Eagles in the playoffs, but 0-2 up there in Philadelphia. Let's hear from Coach Doug Peterson as he discusses how he thinks the Falcons are playing, and he deals with his uh, big injury that uh, he had to contend with and how they plan to get Nick Foles ready for the playoffs. And that's exactly what uh, uh, Atlanta's doing. They're playing, playing great, uh, great defense right now. You know, offense is doing um, – they're, they're efficient. They, the two-headed monster with those two running backs, uh, you know, getting Julio involved a little bit more in the passing game. I just think they're playing, they're playing really well. You know, you saw it the other night um, against the Rams. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a different team than, than we saw last year uh, up here in Philly. So, you know, we've got to work it out for us. Uh, had a had a, had a good week off uh, with the players, get some guys rested, and, and now just get ready for the week. Uh, yeah, Coach, how did you all deal with, um, you know, the traumatic injury loss of Carson and uh, starting to transition to uh, to Nick here for the for the rest of the season and, and, and get him ready for the playoffs? Yeah, you know, it's tough. We've lost uh, lost some great people, uh, some great players, you know, uh, Jason Peters and Chris Maragos and, you know, Jordan Hicks, a lot of, a lot of guys that uh, you know, were starters for us, Carson Wentz. And, you know, it, it's tough when you lose your quarterback, uh, you know, but we've, Nick Foles is a veteran player. Uh, he's uh, he's a, a player that uh, I was on the Eagles staff before when we drafted him, you know, so uh, a lot of confidence in him and what he's done and, and his career and, and listen it's uh you know it's been been one week at a time mentality and uh you know uh we just just continue to, to game plan and, and get him ready to play just like uh, just like the rest of the team and coach there it is coach doug peterson i covered him when he was the backup to brett Favre up in green bay uh good guy and uh he's doing a great job with the philadelphia eagles 
Second, let's look at Jay Ajay through the eyes of Ricardo Allen and uh, the Eagles' rushing attack. Ajay was with the Dolphins and rushed for 130 yards in their win, 20-17 win over the Falcons. And then he was traded to the Eagles for a fourth-round pick. And, uh, you know, the Eagles uh, have used him, blended him in with LeGarrette Blunt, uh, and, uh, you know, performed to uh, provide them with a solid rushing attack. Here's Ricardo Allen discussing um, uh, the addition of Jay Ajay to the Eagles. On Jay Ajay, what, what worked for him uh, and what did y'all do to correct the run defense from? He's only back to go over 100. Uh, good shot this year. I think Gurley just went. But yeah. Oh, one oh one. Yeah. So I got to update my stats. You got to. But, but um, it's it nothing. It's just, you know, correct uh-huh. tackling. When we went against him the first time, it wasn't, uh-huh. you know, it, he was with a totally different team. team. So, uh-huh. you know, it, it's just his running style that you just got to try to. The only thing you can take from it, the other game is the way to try to tackle him. Okay. You can't really take away, like, okay, what kind of running style is he and stuff like that because it's two totally different offenses. Uh-huh. They, have they have integrated him into what they. Like yeah, the they, they put him into the same thing that they, they do. It's not what, you know, he did with the Dolphins. He, he's, he's still like a downhill kind of guy, uh-huh. but they run a totally different offense than they did, you know, at Miami. Are y'all proud of where, how far the run defense has come since that? Yes, I'm, I'm really happy the way, you know, the D-line and the way our linebackers are doing it in the run defense, and I'm proud of how we came as a defense. Thanks, Carter. Appreciate it. Ricardo Allen talking about the Eagles running the game. Ajayi did get in seven car- 70 carries up there for 408 yards and one touchdown. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt uh, is their leading rusher. 173 carries, 766 yards, and two touchdowns. Falcons will have to stop the run and try to make the Eagles one-dimensional with their backup quarterback Nick Foles throwing. Now, the Eagles do have a, a pretty good sack attack because it comes from a lot of different places. Uh, Brandon Graham leads the team with 9.5 sacks. Fletcher Cox has 5.5 coming up the middle from his tackle spot where he plays next to Timmy Jernigan as uh, Jernigan's the big run stuffer there and Cox is the penetrator. Derek Barnett, the rookie from Tennessee, had five sacks. I thought he was a, a very good pick by the Eagles. Very uh, sound player at Tennessee. All he did was produce for the Vials, and he's producing for the Eagles. Uh, so Chris Long has five sacks for the Eagles. So those are the guys you have to keep track of when they're rushing the passer. Certainly keep a track on uh, Fletcher Cox coming up the middle. He's much like Aaron Donald. He correct the whole thing if not blocked properly. Now, the Eagles do have some weapons, and they put up some major, major numbers uh, with Carson Wentz at the controls, and now Nick Foles here closing out the season. Uh, You know, the wide receivers, uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey, and tight end Zach Ertz all combined for 25 touchdown catches. Ertz had eight, Aguilar eight, and Alshon Jeffrey, the former South Carolina Gamecock, with nine. 
Uh, more importantly, they're all over 700 yards receiving. You know, Ertz had 824, Aglahar 768. He's the guy that they kind of saved, uh, you know, draft pick that had not done much until this year. And uh, when I was talking to Coach Peterson yesterday, he gave uh, wide receiver coach Mike Grow a little tip of the hat for, you know, staying with Nelson and getting him focused uh, on catching the football. He'd be open earlier in his career but he was dropping he just would drop the ball for and this year they got him catching it he got 62 catches and eight touchdowns and uh alshon jeffrey came over from the bears and uh, found himself in the playoffs with 57 catches for 789 yards and leads the team there with nine touchdowns now we have a little bit on uh, uh the cover nine at nine blog will be out today at nine o'clock and we look at the history of the Falcons playing the Eagles in the playoffs. This will be the fourth meeting. The last one I remember vividly in 2005 is the NFC Championship game. It's a snowstorm. The temperature was 17 degrees at kickoff. And the Falcons... Uh, you know, we're down 14 to 10 at half, but the second half didn't sit well with them after they went in and got warmed up. Uh, they didn't, uh, move the ball very well in the second half. Michael Vick was sacked four times. Uh, they didn't, uh, they punted every time and had an interception on all of their second half possessions as the Eagles went to the Super Bowl after playing in the NFC Championship game for four straight years under quarterback Donovan McNabb. Good news for the Falcons is that the temperature is going to be uh, between 51 and 19. There's a high of 51 and a low of 19 scheduled for Saturday. So it may dip later in the day uh, as the uh, sun sets and so forth with the 4.35 p.m. start. But we should not have a uh, frigid game all the way through or... Uh, no snowstorm to get to get uh get up there through. So there we have it. The 39th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles is concluding. The 40th one will be either about the Falcons advancing to the NFC Championship game or about the Falcons collecting their equipment. So we'll come back after the Eagles game and update you here with the 40th episode. But the 35, 39th is concluding right here. and We discussed Coach Peterson talking about Atlanta and Nick Foles. Ricardo Allen giving us the rundown on running back Jay Ajayi saying that, you know, tackling him was the one thing they can take from Miami, how tough it was to bring him down. We looked at the Eagles sack attack, which is led by Brandon Graham, and the level of receivers. They have a lot, uh, got a lot of production from that position last year, uh, and Nick Foles has some weapons at his disposal. Maybe don't want to just look at him as a regular backup in this offense. And a quick peek at the playoff history between the Atlanta Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles. On that note, you all take care and enjoy the game on Saturday. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. 
Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.